Awesome, man. All right, Brian Maxwell, everybody. Uh, the professional MMA combat fighter. You may know him for, for his infamous knockout on Chad Ochocinco during the Floyd and Logan undercard. He's a bare knuckles legend, bro. Uh, Brian, thanks so much for joining, man. I'm super appreciative that you're on our show. You're repping the merch. I love it. Let's go. Yes, sir. Always, always repping, man. Like I even got, you know, my, my bare knuckle stuff on too, you know, cause you know, I'm always, you know, I got to represent the company. You feel what I'm saying? hundred percent, man. hundred percent. So, um, yeah, before, before we got started, I mean, you said like you had a, you had a grind of a day, man. Um, take us through, take us through the day of, of, uh, Brian Maxwell and, uh, what's that like? I mean, I usually wake up, you know, I got a, I got a full-time job. I still, I still work. You know, I'm in the position where I don't have to work, but I work anyways, because, you know, you always got to, you always got to have a plan B just in case, you know, this fight game doesn't work out or you get injured and you have to sit out for a while. But, you know, I keep a full-time job, but also, you know, I get to train a lot of hours also like after work, you know, and, you know, my, my son and stuff and my family, you know, they, they realize that, you know, I do what I do and, you know, they, I, I get my time to be able to train and I, and I travel a lot to train. I travel an hour away to train sometimes. And, you know, I got my home gym here. So I'll, I'll never leave. And, uh, you know, I, I get to go to other States and train too. Like this weekend, I actually may be going to Maryland to train a, a big boxing gym with one of the guys that was actually on the Floyd Mayweather card with me. He's a, he's an up and coming boxer and, He's a, a an excellent amateur boxer, and you know I might go up there this weekend, but you know I might just chill out and you know help help one of the guys here in my hometown. His name is Kane Thomas, and he's got a bare knuckle fight coming up on August twentieth, and you know I might just stay in town with him and get some some work in with him also. So, you know I'm always grinding, man. I'm always willing to help other people train and get ready for fights because you know some people do do the same for me and. Like I said, you know, I'm always on the grind and, you know, this is a big part of my life. You know, I've been doing this since 2010, 2011. And, you know, this is what I do and it's what I know. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Good for you. I mean, you know, what's incredible is like the fact that you're able to do that while balancing, you know, a full-time job, you know, like respect, you know, like how, how are you able to um, like make ends meet, you know, being a professional fighter, you know, which is, you know, to most people, you hear that that's a full-time job itself. How do you, how do you balance that in terms of making you those ends meet? I mean, you know, in the beginning, you know, when I first started, it was, it was hard because, you know, my son had just been born and the job that I was working at then I was only making, you know, 725, man. And, you know, having a newborn kid, man, that, that sucked. You feel what I'm saying? Because all the money that I was making, you know, it was, you know, I was digging in, buying diapers all the time and formula and anything that my son needed. So, you know, balancing training at that point in time, it was hard because, you know, I'd work during the day and, you know, I had my son, I'd have my son come home to my son. And then, you know, two or three hours later, I go to training at eight o'clock at night and be there to like maybe nine thirty, ten o'clock training. And, you know, at, at first it, it was hard, like the first two years of me, you know, being in the fight game was like my, my hardest two years. You know, I, I started I started winning. I won a lot of fights in those two years, but, you know, it was hard balancing my, my job, 
and you know having my son was still you know freshly born and you know being able to train and you know I ended up leaving that job because I got offered a better job and you know it was still a little shaky then and then you know I went to another job and now I'm at the job that I'm currently at and you know I've been there for for four years now and you know that they are very understanding because a lot of people that there are you know before I even start working there are fans of mine and you know my that my head honcho the boss you know he he understands what I go through and you know they're they're very they're very you know welcoming and very understanding of what I do and you know when I need time off to fight and go out of town to train they, they'll let me have days off they're very understanding and they understand my grind and you know they've been a lot to a lot of my fights here in my home where I live at and it, I'm very gracious for it and you know I found that and you know, it, everything's perfect now, you feel what I'm saying? So, you know, even, you know, with this Chad fight too, you know, everything is, is awesome. A lot of things have came my way and, you know, a lot of doors have opened. Yeah, no, man, it sounds like, you know, an incredible story. And, um, you know, I, I guess one question I have, Brian, is like, you know, when was it you realized, like, you developed a passion to, you know, go into fighting um, or be, becoming a professional fighter? And I, and uh, I guess to go along with that, like, you know, what, what are some of the, the doubts that maybe have come along the way, you know, doing that and being able to just say, man, this is my vision. How do you stay focused and, and try to limit those distractions outside that are maybe saying, no, the, those odds are tough. Yeah. I mean, I mean, first off, you know, I, I've, I've kind of been in combat sports since I was a kid, you know, I've wrestled since I was 13 years old and, you know, I played football and stuff, but, you know, wrestling was my passion. And, you know, I ended up going to college on a full full scholarship to wrestle. And that was my thing. And, you know, one of my, actually one of my roommates, well, that I had that was on the wrestling team with me, introduced me to basically MMA in general, because I never knew what the UFC was before, before I was really introduced to it. You know, I've heard about it, but I didn't really know what it was. And, you know, when I was in high school, they had like a little underground fight club that would happen at school yeah. during school hours but you know I, I really never I never really paid attention to it that much I would just be there to watch and be like oh this is you know intriguing and you know then once the the bigger people would come in the picture you know everybody would scatter and shit but you know I my, my one of my roommates turned on the UFC fights one night and you know that 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 to me was different and it was new of course, I watched Kimbo Slice a lot, but, you know, that that wasn't MMA. That was backyard fighting, and that that was something that really appealed to me, and I loved it. But, you know, the UFC fights were on that night, and, you know, Anderson Silva was the main event. And all three up, I was like, man, that's going to be my favorite fighter because just because, you know, I like the swagger and, you know, the way he moved and the way he carried himself during the fight and after, after the fight. And, you know, MMA at that point in time sparked my interest, but, I never thought I would do it back then. So, you know, I, I kind of got interested after watching it more and more and more. And then, you know, UFC started getting big. And, you know, once UFC started getting big, I was like, maybe I want to try this. And, you know, after I got out of college, you know, I dabbled in life, you know, for, for about two years. And, you know, I ended up finding out that, you know, I had my son on the way and I was like, well, you know, it's time for me to do something with, to, with myself and give my son a positive role model to, to look up to and know that, you know, that this world is a better place and that, you know, his dad is 
it's somebody and it's going to make something of itself. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, in the beginning, it was hard because, you know, I, I moved away from my actual hometown to, to come to where I'm currently at now. And, you know, I was looking for MMA gyms and the MMA gyms that I found, you know, they didn't want to necessarily train a fighter at that point in time because, you know, they were traditional MMA school with doing jujitsu and, you know, karate and kickboxing and stuff. And there were no actual fighters really out of those gyms. And the one gym that I did find that had fighters, you know, I messaged them because I wanted to, to train because I actually found out that I had a fight coming up and my first fight coming up. And, you know, they kind of gave me the cold shoulder and blew me off. So, you know, I just said, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Planet Fitness, start working out and, you know, see, see how this goes. And, you know, I end up meeting my very first MMA coach at Planet Fitness. You know, I, you know, I seen a random guy in there and he was shadow boxing and stuff. And, you know, he has some MMA gear on. It was a leap of faith. So I walked up to him and I started at, talking to him about mixed martial arts and, you know, come to find out he was a, a local professional fighter. And I was like, holy shit, you know, let's link up or something. And, you know, long, long story less long, you know, I end up linking up with him two weeks later at a, at a boxing gym. And, you know, that was the, the beginning of my journey. You know, I was taking my newborn son with me to the gym and everything, man, it, it was fun, but you know, I had some doubts at first, you know, because, you know, I was like, man, what if I, you know, with, with this sport is not for me and what if I don't, you know, do anything with it. And, you know, after my first fight, my, I had that, my first fight was my confidence booster. You know, I ended up knocking the guy out. He was two and O he was from a big MMA school, well-known across the, across the state and other states. And, end up knocking them out in 25 seconds. And, you know, that was my booster right there. And I was like, oh man, maybe I can do this. But, you know, it really took me up to, to my fifth, my fifth uh, MMA fight. I ended up taking a loss to a guy that, you know, I clearly had the fight won within literally 20 seconds. I literally knocked him out in 20 seconds. And, yeah. You know, the, the ref, the ref didn't stop the fight. And, you know, I'm like, man, this dude is literally out why are you not stopping this fight? Because, you know, the crowd was on their toes yeah. screaming. Yeah. And so the ref didn't stop the fight. So I jumped back on him and woke him up. And, you know, I end up standing back up. I even tapped him out and the ref didn't stop the fight. And I was like, man, I was doubting myself during that fight, even though I was winning the fight. And, you know, I took a, a, a chance to try something new and done a spinning back fist. And the ref stopped the fight and said, I lost. And that was my turning point, man, right there. And I was like, you know, I can't take this as a game. I can't take this and leave it in a referee's hand, especially a hometown ref of the, the guy I'm fighting. And, you know, I need to get serious with this because, you know, like I said, it took me up to that fifth fight to realize this is serious and I can't dibble and dab and play around with this sport. And, you know, after that moment, you know, I got I got real, real serious. And then I went on my little championship run. I start I won after that fight. I end up fighting in a tournament for my first amateur title. And I end up fighting two times in one night, literally three fights apart from each other. And that that was, like I said, the beginning of another part of my journey. And now we're here. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, still, like, what a crazy story, you know, like, you know, again, sometimes, 
you know, that, that leap of faith is sometimes hard to navigate, right? It's like, oh, professional fighter or full-time job or family. And somehow you've been able to balance all three, like, you know, that that's, that's rare, man, like respect. So, um, you know, like, man, it's, I feel it's, like yeah, man. Bad. No, it's, no. A, it's a blessing, man. It's like it, it really is a blessing. And, you know, I went on my run as an amateur. I ended up finishing my amateur career with seven titles, seven AMI titles in three weight classes. And, you know, that before I made the leap to, to the pro level, you know, I, I went, I, I went almost a year without fighting because I would get fights and people would back out or, you know, people would look up my fights on YouTube. And then all of a sudden I get a call from the promoter and like, no, nah, he doesn't want to fight anymore. So, you know, within that year, I took the time to actually sit back and talk to some people and actually learn the business side of going professional, because, you know, when you go professional, you're basically working for yourself and, you know, promoters, they come in and they're, they're, I'm not going to say they're bloodhounds, but, you know, they're going to try to feed you to the wolves and they're going to try to get you to fight for, well, some promoters, I can't say all promoters, some promotions will try to lowball you, man. And that I wasn't down for that. You feel what I'm saying? So I, like I said, that year that I didn't get to fight, you know, I took the time to learn the business and you know, I trained my ass off before I got to make my professional debut. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, I, I have curiosity, like, you're you're a bare knuckles uh legend man um did you did you like happen to like see like the Kane Trujillo blue face match and like do you feel like that that's gonna help the the brand of, of bare knuckles or where were your thoughts? oh yeah I definitely I definitely watched that fight I anytime bare knuckle has a fight card that I'm not fighting on I watch it I've watched every bare knuckle even the fight the fight cards that I've been on you know, I've watched every single fight since day one with them. And, you know, it, it's it sparked my interest a lot, too. And, you know, I'm still learning. You feel what I'm saying? I, even though I'm on a little bit of a skid, you know, I've gotten better and better with time. And, you know, it's it, it's it's where I'm at in my life right now. Everything's all gravy. And, you know, I'm, I may have some fight news with them coming here within a couple of weeks or something. So I may be able to announce that. And, you know, I'm going to be making my return to them here shortly or I may be doing another boxing fight so you know I'm just waiting whatever the best opportunity for me you know all they got to do is let me know and once everything is is perfect you know I'll start my fight camp and get ready yeah. to to go you feel what I'm saying uh, for sure man for sure w would you uh would you fight Blueface? that could that happen or <laughs> I mean I mean if, if it if it had to be like that it had to be that I'm a fan of his and but he's way smaller than me, so that I know that fight would never happen. So it's all good. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, you know, obviously, like you probably heard this a lot. Like, you know, when you when you received that, like the opportunity when you heard you were fighting Chad, um, like what were your first impressions of the fight? Were you like, you know, what was the first thing that was going on in your head? Like, were you like, yo, I'm I'm feeling good, right? Like I'm fighting that someone that's never boxed before. Like I got this. Or were you thinking, "Crap, man! Like this guy's a pro athlete." You know what? What, what was going on? Man, like when when my my active running manager let me know about it, you know, it was it was it was shocking because you know before I even found out about the fight or I was fighting him, you know, he hit me. Chad actually hit me up on Instagram while I was in Alabama at the BKFC fights. 
And, uh, and, you know, I wonder to myself, why is Chad Johnson messaging me on Instagram? And, you know, I thought it was a fake account for real. So I clicked on it and I, I had already, I was already following the page anyway, just because it was Chad Ochocinco Johnson. And I'm looking at the page. I'm like, man, this could be Chad. And plus, you know, I'm a very, very, very big fan of Chad. I followed his career since day one. So, you know, I'm not thinking of, hey, I'm about to fight Chad Johnson or anything. And, you know, I told him, like I told him, you know, I don't believe this is Chad Johnson. And, you know, he sent me a video and it was really him. And, you know, I ended up getting busy with the fight, the BKFC fights that night, talking to fans and, you know, cornering a fighter. And so I didn't think nothing of it until the next day he messaged me. And I was like, what's up? And I was like, my bad about last night. You know, I got busy with the fight, so I didn't get to hit you back. Yeah. And he told me to call him. And, you know, I was driving. I, ma- I was making an eight-hour trip back here to Virginia. So, you know, I kind of threw it to the side. So that Monday, you know, I, my, my active running manager came to me and was like, we got a big opportunity. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And it was like, you know why Chad was messaging you? I was like, no why what's up she was like well um the offer is there that you can fight him and I was like what are you serious you know so I was like let let me get in contact with you know the bare knuckle guys and see what they're talking about with it and you know they told me hey you got a big opportunity to fight Chad Ochocinco Johnson and you know instantly my my heart was racing and I didn't know what to think at that point in time because I was like everything was just I was still trying to process everything. And, you know, I talked to them about it and I was like, you know what, I'll take it. And, you know, we went from there and I got right into fight camp that same day. And, you know, things, things have still been crazy since then. Like, it's wonderful. I, I, I can honestly say I'm highly blessed. No, oh, man. I mean, you know, it's well-deserved, man. You know, you put the grind in and, and the opportunity comes, you know, um, you know, I'm just curious, like, take us through that day of the fight, right, where, you know, what what's going on in your head where it's like, crap, like, I'm, I'm really fighting in this, you know, massive undercard between Floyd and Logan. I'm fighting against my, my, my childhood hero, it sounds like, with, with Chad Ochocinco. It's like the opportunity of a lifetime. Like, what's going on in your head through, throughout that day, and, and how are you preparing for it? I mean, you know, fight day, I mean, fight day, I was, I was good by fight day because, you know, fight day, you know, even with previous fights, I'm, I'm in war mode. So I'm not thinking about nothing else but the fight, but, you know, leading up to that, you know, like, man, when I first got down there and down there in Miami at the resort and, you know, the, the media started talking to me and people, you know, asking for our pictures and autographs and interviews and stuff. You know, I hadn't felt, you know, of course I fight for bare knuckle and, you know, I've had interviews and people asking for autographs and pictures and stuff, but, you know, fighting on a Floyd Mayweather car, you know, that that's a lot of media too. And, you know, I hadn't been used to all the cameras on me for, for a change of film saying, and, yeah. you know, that, that, that was wild. Like that was wild in its own. And, you know, all the thoughts through my head was like, oh my God, I, I'm really here. I'm really fighting on a Floyd Mayweather fight card. And the crazy thing about that too, also some years back, I made a post on Facebook and said that, you know, I was going to fight for Floyd Mayweather one day because, you know, I had 
done something on Facebook and, you know, the, the Floyd's team, the money team, I got some socks and some stuff that I won from a little contest from them. And I was like, man, I'm going to fight for him one day. But I didn't actually think I was going to fight for him one day. You know, I just threw it out there on Facebook. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, I, once I realized that I was really there, man, like I was nervous until, you know, we got to the big interview and, you know, I had to, I had to act like I had been there before you feel what I'm saying. So, you know, like I said, things leading up to fight day was crazy. But once, once fight day hit, you know, I got into fight mode. I got into war mode. So I cleared my mind and relaxed myself. And like I said, I had to act like I've been there before. So, you yeah. know, fight day, fight day was back to normal for me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Well, you know, what's crazy. It's like right now what I'm thinking is like, you know, you, you have the full-time job, you have this other life, like, you know, fighting. What was your, uh, like, co-workers, um, like, reaction when they were, when they found out, like, you're fighting, you know, Chad, Chad Ochocinco, um, you know, under this major event, like, it must be crazy, like, it must be like, yo, is this for real? Like, like, what are they, what are they saying to you, bro? Man, like, like, at first, before it actually, like, came out in the media, that I was fighting Chad. Nobody really like a lot of people thought I was bullshitting. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it was coming out in the media that, you know, Chad Johnson was having his first boxing match and they they didn't name the opponent yet. They didn't name me as the opponent yet, but you know, several weeks went by and you know, I, I'm having to hold it in that like I'm really fighting Chad and you know, I couldn't really put it out there on social media yet that I was the one that's fighting him and you know, the day that they told me that I could finally announce it, man, I'm trying to tell you, man, like the media and everybody around me like went crazy. Like whenever Bare Knuckle sees this interview, I still hold the most shares and likes of any post on their whole page on Facebook, on Instagram and on YouTube that, you know, and plus like, I was a trending topic for the first time ever in my life on all social media outlets when the fight was actually announced that, you know, we're fighting on the Mayweather undercard as the first fight and is Brian Maxwell versus Ocho Cinco. Like, like those two weeks of my name, me and Chad's name being a trending topic, we were the biggest topic on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for a solid two weeks straight. And we still had full fight camps left to go before the fights, but you know, everyone around me supported me, man. And like, you know, when, you know, the fight was, like I said, when the fight was, everybody me and, you know, I picked up, I actually picked up like eight new sponsors and my job sponsored me for the first time, which was a true blessing. And, you know, I'm very grateful for that. So shout out to Haley Toyota. Uh, and, you know, everything good, man, like, like, once, once, like I said, once we got the fight week and I got the resort and the media really smacking me in the face and being around me, that's when it really hit that, hey, you're fighting Chad Ochocinco Johnson, a guy that you look, looked up to and idolized as a kid. And like, when I first met Chad face-to-face -face at uh, our, pre our press conference, I was like, oh man, I was starstruck. I had to realize that, hey, we about to tell you what I think you broke up there. Can you hear me now? 
Yeah, a little bit. You were you were breaking up uh, in and out. You were saying like um, when you were you met with uh, Chad, you were a little starstruck at the at the press conference, right? Like when we, you know, like I said for a second, then realized, hey, you're really fighting Chad. No, two single. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think you keep breaking up. Hold on, let's see. We good now? A little bit. You're 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 breaking up a little bit, a little bit, but um, I think we're it's a little bit better. So uh, <laughs> you can see me, all right, right? Yes, sir. I can see you. All right, sweet. Um, yeah, no, I I think you were mentioning like you were start, you were just like starstruck with like Chad and like at the media. Um, yeah, but like you were saying, like you were just like what like is this actually happening yeah man like i said you know i was a little starstruck and then like i said you know i had to realize that i was really about to fight him and you know everything was cool after that my nerves my nerves went out the window and you know we were good and you know it, like i said it's a true blessing and you know everything was everything yeah man for sure i mean what was like what was going on in your head when you like initially knocked him out like what was like take us through that moment we were like oh my god or man that moment like you know like I, I i predicted it on a lot of out media outlets i told them look for the highlight reel in the fourth round and that's exactly what happened when, when it happened i didn't know when i was going to do it in the fourth round but you know i was being patient and i wanted to wait wait my time and you know, I saw the opportunity and something that me and my striking coach, Randy Witcher, had been working on was, you know, the hit right there in the body to knock someone off balance a little bit and then come over the top with a hook. I seen the opportunity and I went for it. And, once I and he found my head was like, holy shit. I wanted, holy shit come out my mouth but it was in my head and you know I rushed the the picture that's on my shirt right now is when I rushed and looked over top of him like yeah we got we got the highlight yeah and like like my, my mind was going crazy for the rest of the rest of that fight like I was trying to stay focused on the fight when even when he got up like I was still trying to stay focused because I was still hyped that you know I just knocked my idol out basically and it, it was crazy man like like it's a true blessing, man. Like, yeah. like all the stars aligned and it it, it went perfectly. Well, what was uh what was the reaction like? Did, what was the conversation with uh Ocho like after the fight, and m even more so like you had To on uh on on the other side of the ring, kind of cheering on uh Ocho. Like, what was that like? Did you ever converse with the three of them after that fight? Or oh yeah, man, we got we got mad pictures together, me and Chad and. T.O. and Brandon Marshall and Fred Taylor and uh, Chad's fiance. Like, I literally talked to Chad literally almost every other day or every couple of days, literally. I actually just talked to him yesterday. And, you know, even after the fight, you know, we, we conversated off camera and he came to the locker room and, you know, we chatted and, you know, I got to meet some other bigger stars like Migos and, uh, uh, dang it, what's his name? Uh, Moneybag Joe, and you know, I, I got to meet Floyd, which was crazy in its in its own because I had already talked to Floyd on the phone before, 
but I hadn't before the fight, but I hadn't met met Floyd yet. And that was awesome, man. Like, like I've created a friendship and Chad is a big supporter of mine right now. And, you know, we, we talk a little bit of junk on Instagram to each other sometimes, but you know, it, like, like I said, it's a blessing. I actually turned my idol into a, a friend. You feel what I'm saying? And like I said, I talk to him every other day or every couple of days. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. And he was actually, I don't know if you've seen it or not. He was, he actually was in my corner at my bare knuckle fight. I think I did see that. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. So you guys are, Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, has he talked to you about possibly doing another fight in the future? Is he serious about boxing or? Oh yeah. Like, like, what was it? The week before last, me and him had a conversation and he was out in Vegas training with Caleb Plant, the boxer that's about to fight here. I think maybe this weekend or next weekend or something. He was out there training with Caleb Plant. And, you know, I messaged him. I was like, I see you, my guy. You know, I see you out there training. And he's like, yes, sir, brother. You know, I'm out here trying to perfect this shit. Yeah. And I think I think he's going to have another fight. I'm actually, when I got time and he gets time, we're actually supposed to link up together when I whenever I go back to Florida or he's going to come here and we go get some training in with each other. So so that's going to be awesome in its own, you feel what I'm saying? So. If he, if he ever does take another fight, which I think he is within the next year or so, maybe six months or so, but I don't know. He he hasn't really told me about that, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be there for him. Like he was there for me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. Like, what was that conversation with, uh, with Floyd and Migos? Like, like what, what did you, what did you say to Floyd on the phone? And then when you met Migos, what did you uh, say to them? I mean, when I got to talk to Floyd on the phone, it was just basically, uh, you know, welcome to the promotion, you know, I'm Floyd, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was literally like a two second conversation. And then, you know, I talked to Chad. So that that was that. And, you know, after the fights, when I got to talk to Floyd, you know, it was an inspiration, you know, he let me know a few things and, you, you know, he told me how to carry myself and, you know, to keep my mind focused and like and first people I saw when I went to the locker room after the fight, you know, I got done with media and pictures with fans and signed the autographs, you know, Migos was back there and, you know, it was kind of like a little, little they were roasting one of the boys back there and, you know, I kind of, kind of joined in for a second. They were like, they, they weren't like, who the fuck is this guy? But they, you know, they kind of looked at me weird because they, they didn't know who I was and, you know, Chad actually came back there, and of course, you know, everybody knows Chad, so everything was cool, cool in the zone with that. So, you know, I got to meet them for a split second, and you know, that that was awesome because I listened to that music all the time. So, yeah, that that was pretty beast mode. That was pretty badass for me. And you know, I met some other stars that night too. You know, I got to meet Fat Joe. I meet got to meet uh, Jaquez. Uh, I met Buster Rhymes, which was like a dream come true because I've listened to Buster Rhymes since I was probably like seven years old. And, you know, I got to lead, meet a lot of famous people and I still get to meet a lot of famous people. And that's something that I could have never, ever dreamed or even thought about, man. Like, like this fight with Chad has opened up a lot of things for me. And being able to talk to celebrities is, is awesome because I'm just a, a normal guy that got to fight a celebrity. Now, everybody around me, you know, they call me a celebrity now. And, you know, like I tell people, I'm not a celebrity. I'm still the, as you can say, the same OG. I'm still the same person I am 
but before the chat fight, I'm going to be the same person after the chat fight. I just have a, a bigger name now and the world knows, knows who I am. And I guess I could say I'm famous or, or yeah. something like that, but you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say that, you know, you feel what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to carry that on my shoulders. I want to be me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, did you meet Logan? Uh, and, um, like, and if so, like, what are your thoughts on what, like him and like Jake are doing for the sport of, of fighting? I, I actually got to meet Logan and Jake. It was for a split second. You know, we, we crossed paths and, you know, they was like, what's up? You know, of course they had mad security with, with them and, stuff like that it was like a, hey what's up you know you know like an air dap and and kept it moving you feel what i'm saying and i actually got to meet one of my my favorite ufc fighters tyron woodley i actually got a picture with him yeah. that i that i was actually going to post on instagram at some point and that was cool too so that that was that was deep but yeah. hey logan and jake paul you know they they've created something they've bought eyes back to a sport that, you know, people said that was dying. You know, people said boxing was dying a little bit. And, you know, those guys have created something to put eyes back on boxing because, you know, they're, they're, they're popular social media guys and, you know, their followers are going to follow them. You feel what I'm saying? And what they're doing is smart. They're making money. They're causing trouble. They're having fun and they're living their best life. You feel what I'm saying? And I think they're smart for doing it. People may talk shit about it just because they're they're not, you know, boxer boxers. But what they're doing is, like I said, they're making money, they're making smart business, and they're they're creating a lot of opportunities, not only for themselves, but for other people, especially like guys like me. I, I just fought a celebrity. No, nobody would have ever thought of that until those guys start doing it. You feel what I'm saying? And you know, like I said, it's smart for business and it puts eyes back on that sport and, and you know, it's smart. And yeah. I, I'm grateful that I'm grateful they're doing it because they created the opportunity not only for me, but for Chad also and many other guys, just like the, you know, the blue face and true JLo fight. You know, they kind of created that opportunity for those guys. So, like I said, it's smart for business. Yeah, man. No, and, and like I was just curious, like as um like, you know, what are, what are, like, you kind of already touched on it, but, like, do, do you and other professional fighters ever discuss, like, where the sport of boxing is going, like, in the direction that it's going in, in terms of this celebrity boxing era, like, and, like, what, like, did you and, uh, you know, Woodley talk, discuss about that, or, like, what are your thoughts on it? With Woodley, with Woodley, it was, like, like, it was literally, I got to meet him for literally five minutes. It was take a picture, say what's up, tell him, hey, I'm, I'm a big fan. And, you know, he was busy. So, you know, he had the media on him also. So I didn't want to take his shine. I wanted to, you know, I didn't want to interrupt none of that stuff. But, you know, that was awesome. And then I actually seen him again at my bare knuckle fight. He was there. But that was for a split second. We passed by each other, said, hey, what's up? I just seen you a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we kept going on about our business. But. You know, with other fighters, you know, really don't be talking about boxing. Talk about bare knuckle boxing a lot because we, you know, we got a little group chat on Facebook or whatever, and you know, we we get a little rowdy in the group chat. But you know, bare knuckle boxing, no, well, not bare knuckle boxing, bare knuckle fighting, it is getting big and it's exploding, and 
each card is getting bigger and bigger and the fan base is getting bigger and bigger. And I'm highly grateful for Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. I've got to put my name out there. You know, a lot of people know who I am now. And, you know, it's something, like I said, when I first started combat sports back in 2010, 2011, I'm doing things that I never dreamed of being able to do. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, I mean, if you were to fight like Jake or Logan, do you think you'd win? Do you think you'd take them on or? Hell yeah, without a doubt. Of course, it's going to be a hard fight because any fight is hard. No fight is easy because you have to put your blood, sweat, and tears into each fight and each, each you know, training day and each training camp. Th those guys are actually athletes. If you look back and actually read up on those guys, those guys were state-caliber wrestlers. So they're athletes, don't get me wrong. But, hey, if the opportunity came, I would fight either one of them and without them on my mind beat either one of them on any given day 100 man 100 um <laughs> yeah man really appreciate so you. if one of them watches this the the, the offer is there the opportunity is there if y'all want to fight i'm down for it what's up <laughs> let's, go, man. let's go do you think jake do you think jake would be uh woodley nah I, i'm uh, team woodley so i, I don't I can't, you know, I ain't going side side with him, side with Jake. I'm Team Woodley. Ty, Tyron's one of my favorite fighters, so I'm with Tyron. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, Brian Maxwell, everybody, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. I don't want to keep you any longer. I know we probably ran a little over uh, during your valuable time, man. But oh, you're good, man. Anytime. Thank you, man. Uh, I can't wait to share your story and. Hey, man, the best is yet to come for you, man. So keep doing your thing, and uh, I'm, I'm super excited for it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Hey, you ever want to link up again? You know, just hit me up. Hey, sorry it took so long, man. Like, like I'm saying, <laughs> man, life, life has been crazy since after this chat fight and my bread knuckle fight, man. I've done so many interviews and been connected with so many people, and, you know, I, I still got a lot of unread messages that I have to get back to people on, man. Like, like it's been crazy, man. I've never had this many messages in my life, but you know, like I said, I'm, I'm highly blessed and highly thankful for all of it. And I'm glad we finally got the link up, man. I know it's been a long time coming. Yeah, man. No, no worries at all, man. Totally understand. I was super hyped and uh, yeah, man, if there's any way I can support you too, like reach out whenever. And uh Hey man, I'm I'm down to, I'm down to share your story whenever, whatever you need. So uh, keep doing your thing, and and yeah, man, I'm super hyped for you. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, hit my inbox on Instagram with your address, and I'll double check to see if I got any more large large size or one of these. Hey, will you accept the extra large if I got one? Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Right, yeah, just send me my your your address, and I, and I got you. I'll get you ship ship right out. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. I'm super hyped. I'll promote it to my network. Brian Maxwell Merch, bro. Let's get it. Um, yes, sir. And then, yo, I'd love to send you some stuff, too. So feel free to, like, put put your Addy down, too. So. Um, All right, Ben, I got you. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Brian. Right. Stay in touch. All right, and thank keep you. Going, man. Yes, sir. Peace.